Tell me what you really think and know the issues with Lisa Valone, where the best informed win and the uninformed fail. Let's go on to one of the bills that I uh, introduced in the I'm magazine. just a bill and I'm sitting here on Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill. I love that <laughs> song. Seems, I love it too, but he seems so sad the he's entire sad. time. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, a hug. he's about to end it all. <laughs> it really was. Like, even when it becomes a law, he's like, oh, and now I'm a law. He's like, can someone just, like, give him a hug? Good what they do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question is, and then we'll get into the bill, who here has grass? Who has what? Grass. Assuming you mean the thing that's in your yard? Yes. <laughs> 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 that was unplanned, but it's just really funny. <laughs> I feel oh, there's geez. conspiracy here. I'm <laughs> I didn't know anything about this. This is funny. Okay, we're on to the question I asked. How many of you have grass? Me. I have grass. Me. All right. How do you keep your grass green? Water. Taking care of it. <laughs> Says a Long Island person. <laughs> Give it some water. Wait, it's supposed to be green? <laughs> it's supposed to be green. So what else do you use besides water, guys? Use any pesticides? Any good pesticides? I personally don't. No. No. Dan, you don't either. Why? Um, because I, I know that this is going to sound uh, very, very millennial. I, I don't care about my lawn. As long as it's cut, I'm like, I don't, there's bigger fish to fry if it's green or not. Like, that's it. I wish I had a better reason. That's it. Well, check this out. There was a bill that was introduced in Maine that said you can no longer use glyphosate, glyphosate in, uh, within 75 feet of school grounds. It doesn't apply to agricultural land or residential property, though. But you can't have it within 75 feet of school grounds. Now, do you think the person who introduced this was a Democrat or a Republican? A Republican. Why? Because liberals are more superficial, I think, and they'd rather have a greener lawn. And I think Republicans care more about children. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I wish you could see her face. She's like laughing. They can uh, see my face. Oh, but nobody else will be uh, able to uh, see. Uh, sad. We can see. They Sorry. won't be able to see. Um, Todd. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I don't think it will be Republican. I would have thought Democrat, but then with the times the way they are now, probably not as much. Um, boy, I, I'm just trying to think of an example of who would have had that type of mindset. Can I ask a clarifying question just real fast? Of course. Uh, so is this, is it that, um, the, the pesticides that I guess they're, they're, they've abet, they've abolished or, or outlawed within, you know, kind of a school zone area. Oh, is I it that they. same stuff as, is it kind of the same stuff as Roundup? It is. It's the main okay. ingredient in Roundup. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. 
Okay, so that's what I'll call it for now on. The main ingredient in Roundup. They well, went ahead and answer. said within 75 feet of school grounds, you cannot have it. And it was actually two women representatives who introduced it, and they were both Democrats. But it's something that across the board, Democrats and Republicans alike jumped on the bill and had it passed. No problem at all. How do you guys feel about this? With everything that we're seeing now with the chemical that's in Roundup and the cancer damage it's doing, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, Absolutely. Great the idea. runoff from the rain alone, absolutely a good idea. Well, you know, in 2022, the EPA found that 87% of children have levels of pesticides in their bodies and that children were especially vulnerable to environmental toxins due to their small body mass. Um, so that's that's a little concerning. Definitely. And you know why it's found in children? Because they won't stop eating the grass. They're closer to the ground. <laughs> they put everything in their mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's because it is found in everything. They did some studies and found out, especially in cereals like Cheerios and oat products, that it has got such high levels of this ingredient in it that it's just like shocking, shocking levels. Wow, I wouldn't have thought that. Yep. In fact, they said Roundup is found in about 90% of all food products that were tested by the U.S. government, including honey. So I have a question then. Why would they make such a legislation about the schools and not like about crops as well? Because it seems like if it's in the food like yeah i think it's a good idea for schools but wouldn't it be a better idea to like say you can't use it with the food since that's how the kids are getting it in their systems that's a really well, good question and that's something i was wondering about too because um i'm trying to find it but there was something like one point here it is 1.8 million tons of this is sprayed on agricultural products every year Ooh. Well, and I was going to say, right, like, and in, in, I, I think if anything is is that carcinogenic, uh, maybe we shouldn't have it in the food supply at all. Right. right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like that's a good start. But, I, you know, I agree with Nikki that that just blanket, get, get rid of it. Interesting thought. So all these other countries have banned it, right? They've also banned a ton of other of these pesticides. The United States has not. And uh, the EPA even recently came out saying, we're not sure that that there is any carcinogens in that. How could they do that? Um, I don't know. Let's discuss that. I mean, if you're if 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 you got the proof within the scientific end of it, how can you deny it? Because of big right, pharma. Well, I mean, that, that, I mean, that does raise a good question. Is it'd be interesting to look at which countries did outlaw it and kind of the, I guess, the role of, of lobbyists, role, role of pharmaceuticals, etc. In those I mean, excuse me, in those countries. Um, but yeah, that's. No, I, mean, I agree with you, right? Above that's kind of a yes or no question. Um, like, you should know if it causes cancer or not. Yes, like, you're right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, I feel like, like we, we dealt with this with asbestos. We're like, oh, we shouldn't put this in houses? Or okay. in child's clothes and stuff. They're like, oh, it's probably not. We shouldn't make everything part. out of lead? What? Yeah. yeah. 
They're yeah, fine. Well, it turns out that it's just about every country in the world has banned it. It doesn't matter if it's a large country or small. The EU had banned it. Vietnam had banned it. Just about everybody had banned it. And we have so many different pesticides on the market today that, again, the other countries don't allow, such as Paraquat, which is the most lethal herbicide in use today. You do not... You do not want to be around that at all. And it has been phased out of all these different countries. Yet it is, and this will surprise you, you know, whenever you see that California cares about, oh, you can't get um, engineered wood because it could have some danger to you with its health products and stuff. You know how you always see all that? Well, the, the state that uses the most amount of Paraquat is California. Of course. <laughs> Oh heaven knows. Well, and that's right. It's it's. I mean, and that's. I think that's that's a big problem that we also, you know, I, as as a self criticizing liberal, right, is is regulations that don't make sense, um, right? Because I, I know, like, to get solar energy in your house in California, it takes now three years if you want to put solar panels on the roof. So that takes three years because that's regulated to nobody's business. But super cancer causing things, no, that's okay. But in February of 2020, the EPA found that there is no risk of concern to human health when it is used in accordance with the current label. And they also found that it's unlikely to be a human carcinogen, despite all of the research to the opposite by independent and international firms. Who they buy off. Well, it's <laughs> funny that you said that because I am sure that they didn't because by law, they're not allowed to take any money donations. The EPA, however, is allowed to take donations of other kind, such as vehicles and things like that, that they deem will go ahead and help with the environment. So they, they didn't pay off anybody. But this is interesting. So Monsanto was bought out by Bayer, as you know. So Bayer is, uh, they contribute to all these political candidates. The number one candidate that they contributed to in 2022 is a congressman by the name of Kurt Schrader in Oregon, who's a Democrat, but Oregon, whose their major industry is what? Huh. Take a guess. Agriculture. Sure. Hmm. And before they were bought out by Bear. Now, they, they give tons of money to both Republicans and Democrats alike. However, I have not found, and it may be there, but I haven't found where they give to the Republican Party in general, but they do give to the Democratic Party specifically. And in 2016, before they were bought out by Bear, the, the person who was number three on their list of uh, people that they contributed to was Hillary Clinton. Huh. <laughs> I was going to say, does, does that, that level of corporate greed surprise anyone and Hillary Clinton? Um, <laughs> but no, you know, it's interesting. Like, I mean, you think about it, even, I mean, any kind of large company, right? I mean, they generally play both sides. Um, but, I mean, that's the problem, right? Of, of I'd be interesting to see what kind of independent research said, right? So looking at universities, colleges, and U.S. who've studied it as well. Um, because, yeah, money is, is a big problem that... If you're prioritizing profits over human lives, that's kind of an issue. Now, do you think this is an issue? So the person that Joe Biden had picked to be the Secretary of Ag Agriculture, he was nicknamed by everybody Mr. Monsanto. Yeah, I, that's, it's, that's a problem. 
<laughs> and a lot of Democrats were totally against him being picked. He brokered an industry-friendly GMO labeling bill that was designed to preempt and replace Vermont's more stricter proposed labeling law. And he did different things in favor of Monsanto and for Roundup uh, and having them using it with soy and with corn, which is where you find most of it is in, in those. Um and uh, despite warnings from multiple groups, such as farmers, scientists, and not-for-profit organizations, the USDA signed off on the herbicide developed by Monsanto and Dow saying, yeah, let's go with it. It's fine. Well, that's just coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it is coincidence. I, let's, let's circle back to Nikki's, though. I really like Nikki's question about, like, I love this bill. I love that the Democrats and the Republicans came together for their constituents because it's not, you know, I get so mad when I hear about people saying, oh, yeah, this is a Democrat issue or this is a Republican issue because they're supposed to be representing all of their constituents and for the betterment of, of everyone. And so it shows that they work together to help. But I agree with Nikki, this doesn't go far enough. Like why was agriculture excluded from that? And should they be introducing a bill where they say about agriculture? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I think, I think like to that point's a really good point. Um, and I guess, as you were talking, I just pulled up Bayer's uh, contribution records and looking specifically at California looks like they have donated virtually to every single assembly person's campaign in the state of California, whether Republican or Democrat, right? So this idea of money coming in, that's probably why, right? That um, I, I, I think maybe that was probably something that, that, and again, it's not ethical and it's not right, but I think maybe that was, that was the start of the bill, whether it's a Republican or Democrat bill is, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll let you not use it in schools, but don't go further than that, right? So I don't know, maybe they were just thinking it's a win for a win, or or what? But yeah, I would argue that probably money is is the reason why it was so restricted, so limited. Sure. Well, we'll throw you the bonus on and restrict it at the schools, but it can go everywhere else. Yeah, mm -hmm. because you know that's how rainwater works. It'll go. Oh no, I'm in a school zone. Never mind. Turn back around. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and also based on her study, it didn't say that kids are getting it in their system from eating grass at school. It said from things like food. So I don't really understand like so much why the school would be such like a concern when you would think, all right, maybe all factories or all um, like farms or something have to get a certain test, you know, test the crops, test the food and see if just like so like makeup like america is the worst with makeup um and makeup in america has hundreds of ingredients that are banned in every other country and like talc is in all american makeup but it's banned in all other countries even like every country in europe bans it because they know that it causes cancer but america doesn't doesn't ban it but they say and and they don't ban asbestos or lead in makeup either but they say it has to be under a certain amount of asbestos and lead in the makeup whereas other countries say no you just can't have it at all so why don't they you know hit it at the source of where kids are getting it from like the food companies and saying hey it has to be under a certain amount uh you know and if it's over that you can't you can't be giving this to kids or you can't be advertising it to kids or you have to have a warning label on the front that like advertises clearly that it's you know, marked this high of a percentage of carcinogens in it. So, so, yeah, it definitely feels like it's almost kind of performative legislation, 
right? Of, hey, you know, this is a bipartisan effort. It looks like we're doing something, but we're not actually addressing the cause, right? We're not actually addressing the issue, um, which I think is, is unfortunate. We definitely see a lot in politics, I think on both sides, uh, this red herring, right? Uh, I think we may we'll, start to see something though. I don't mean to cut in, but I just wanted to mention, you know, there's a Supreme Court case that's coming up where a man is actually suing Monsanto for uh, his disability because people have been exposed to uh, Monsanto's, um, you know, for Roundup and a lot of these other pesticides. They've been getting cancer, they've been getting Parkinson's disease and so forth, you, you know, and so this man is suing them based on that saying, you know, I got my illness from all of these chemicals. And the Democrats, and Republicans alike have been asking Biden to interject on that and say that that shouldn't be going to the Supreme Court, which I have so many problems with because there's supposed to be a separation and a balance between these branches. So I have a problem when people go ahead and, and try to, you know, dictate or influence a different branch. But he actually said, no, he's not going to go ahead and interfere with that. Let the Supreme Court decide on their own. So we'll see what they say. Well, and it'd be interesting because I don't know how much power he would have to intervene. Um, I mean, unless the justice, excuse me, the Justice Department is pursuing it as one of the, the litigants. But even so, the Justice Department is supposed to act as kind of its own independent body. So yeah, I'd be questioning the role too of, of what is the role and, and what kind of power does this, this person have? Um, but right, um, let's hope that it turns out the right way. You know, the thing I also have a problem with, I remember when I was younger, everybody was using pesticides on their grass. And my mom was always saying, no, don't do it. It's going to have problems with your nervous system. It's going to cause cancer, you know, because Agent Orange was around back then and everything. And she was so against it. And everybody used to say, no, you're wrong. There's nothing, you know, that could cause any problems. Well, now you have all of these facts that tell you that. In fact, if you hire a lawn service to spray your yard, um, like a while back, we wanted to use one and they went ahead and said, okay, well, these are the chemicals we're using and these are the effects that can happen, you know, da, da, da. so they actually lay it out that things can happen to you if you use it. But yet people are still electing to get their lawns done with it. And it's not good for the people and it's not good for the environment because all of that seeps down and gets into the water and people have well water and so forth in the streams that's, that causes leachate that, that could cause a lot of problems. So then would this be the argument that, and I mean, even this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about a little earlier about climate change, right? That um, if we allow people to do, like regulate themselves, that they're just not going to, right? I mean, even with these warnings, they're still doing it. So then, yeah, maybe there is a role. And I think there, there arguably is a role for government intervention when it's clear that people aren't going to do something, they're not going to self-regulate and it has that co-occurrence with um, really detrimental effects to you know, people's health or, or the world. Humanity. Exactly. Do we have anything else to add? Nope. Then I think we should call it a night. Sounds good. It was fun. Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> and next week uh, we'll have a different topic and a different question. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye.